What negative effects? Doesn't it sound logical that a tree will grow better if bothersome competitors are removed so that there's plenty of sunlight available for its crown and plenty of water for its roots? And for trees belonging to different species, that is indeed the case. They really do struggle with each other for local resources. But it's different for trees of the same species. I've already mentioned that beeches are capable of friendship and go so far as to feed each other. It is obviously not in a forest's best interest to lose its weaker members. If that were to happen, it would leave gaps that would disrupt the forest's sensitive microclimate with its dim light and high humidity. If it weren't for the gap issue, every tree could develop freely and lead its own life. I say could, because beeches at least seem to set a great deal of store by sharing resources. Students at the Institute of Environmental Research at RWTH Aachen discovered something amazing about photosynthesis in undisturbed beech forests. Apparently, the trees synchronize their performance so that they are all equally successful, and that is not what one would expect. Each beech tree grows in a unique location, and conditions can vary greatly in just a few yards. The soil can be stony or loose. It can retain a great deal of water or almost no water. It can be full of nutrients or extremely barren. Accordingly, each tree experiences different growing conditions. Therefore, each tree grows more quickly or more slowly and produces more or less sugar or wood and thus you would expect every tree to be photosynthesizing at a different rate. And that's what makes the research results so astounding. The rate of photosynthesis is the same for all the trees. The trees, it seems, are equalizing differences between the strong and the weak. Whether they are thick or thin, all members of the same species are using light to produce the same amount of sugar per leaf. This equalization is taking place underground, through the roots. There's obviously a lively exchange going on down there. Whoever has an abundance of sugar hands some over. Whoever is running short gets help. Once again, fungi are involved. Their enormous networks act as gigantic redistribution mechanisms. It's a bit like the way social security systems operate, to ensure individual members of society don't fall too far behind. In such a system, it is not possible for the trees to grow too close to each other. Quite the opposite. Huddling together is desirable, and the trunks are often spaced no more than three feet apart. Because of this, the crowns remain small and cramped, and even many foresters believe this is not good for the trees. Therefore the trees are spaced out through felling, meaning that supposedly excess trees are removed. However, colleagues from Lübeck in northern Germany have discovered that a beech forest is more productive when the trees are packed together. A clear annual increase in biomass above all wood is proof of the health of the forest throng. When trees grow together, nutrients and water can be optimally divided among them all, so that each tree can grow into the best tree it can be. If you help individual trees by getting rid of their supposed competition, the remaining trees are bereft. 
They send messages out to their neighbors in vain, because nothing remains but stumps. Every tree now muddles along on its own, giving rise to great differences in productivity. Some individuals photosynthesize like mad until sugar positively bubbles along their trunk. As a result, they are fit and grow better, but they aren't particularly long-lived. This is because a tree can only be as strong as the forest that surrounds it. And there are now a lot of losers in the forest. Weaker members, who would once have been supported by the stronger ones, suddenly fall behind. Whether the reason for their decline is their location and lack of nutrients, a passing malaise, or genetic makeup, they now fall prey to insects and fungi.